Welcome to another episode of Ballers, Shot Callers, Not Ball Hoggers. We are here with Ballers Anonymous, a.k.a. Kyrie Irving. This is HIPAA compliance for all you people out there. Um, I'm a little bit confused on what this is. Um, I, I thought I was checking myself into a rehab center. What, what is this? That's exactly what it is. We have talking to your coach, Steve Nash, and he, he would like you to come to this rehab center because you are a ball hog. Is this true? Well, I I don't think I am. You At least are. I, I I'm but but I'm not I'm not the biggest ball hog on the team. Denial is the first stage. But but I'm not. Well, think about it. You you have you have James Harden. He just got here, and I, I can't get the ball away from him. Granted, I haven't stepped on the court yet, but I can't get the ball away from him. Let's dive into that more. Why have you not stepped on the court? Personal issues. Undisclosed. You like? Unspoken. Oh. Unspoken prayer request. Oh, okay. It's um, it has to do with the f- flat world. Let's dive into that. Actually, why do you believe the world is flat? I'm a ball hog. You're right. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Acceptance. We have reached all ten steps of the program, and now joining live. From the Carolinas, it's Cardboard Box Seats. Cardboard Box Seats. Ever heard of a cardboard box seat? It's, it's kind of like an armchair quarterback. It's a word we made up, and we think it fits our views of basketball pretty well. Our made-up phrase means that we think and act like a manager of a team, or even the commissioner some days. But we don't exactly have the bank account to follow up on our team-owning aspirations. We've got ideas and opinions about the league that change when we come up with new ones, and we may have some funny jokes. The important thing is we love basketball, but we also realize there are plenty of important people who make what you see on the court run smoothly. There are a lot of people who work behind the scenes to make the league the best it can be. And we like to showcase them because they don't always get the credit they deserve. If you're looking for great interviews and bad jokes, you've come to the right place. So come watch with us from our cardboard box seats. That was ridiculous. That was. That was absolutely ridiculous. It was all over the place. It was great. I can't wait to listen to it. Crazy. So, Nick, I have a question for you. What is it? Would you rather hit the club with James Harden or go disappearing for two weeks with uh, Kyrie Irving? That is a very tough, tough question. Would I have to interact with Kyrie Irving? Um, you would disappear with him. But knowing him, he'd probably want to do some silent vow meditation type thing. Would he sprinkle water all around the place we're disappearing? No, but he would be lighting sage uh, at at least one court. Okay, okay. I don't know if my allergies would act up with the sage is the only thing. Asthma? Yeah, I'm more of a thousand herbs kind of guy, not sage. Maybe Pretty oregano. Sure yeah, whatever. A thousand herbs. Of, oh, that's a thousand. I'm no, just kidding. Same thing. Yeah, I mean it's synonymous. Would you rather eat a baby goat 
or a match or baby? What was the second option? A match or baby. What is that? What? What is a match or baby? Nothing. What's the matter with you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's a good one. I have, I've never heard that one. Got him. You done? I, I, I feel exposed. <laughs> I, I, I done got gotten. Should we end the episode here or should we keep going? Um, No, but I do need to check myself into a wellness center now that I've been exposed like that. Thank you. So you very could go much. on a retreat with Kyrie and you both could go on this wellness center. I could. Um, and I think a lot of basketball fans would leap at that opportunity, but I just don't care. So. I think a lot of basketball fans don't care also. I think they're tired of Kyrie's tomfoolery, as um, some call it. Who calls it that? Tom? And his brother, Foolery. <laughs> I think that's his last name, right? Sure. It's a family name. So it's Tom Foolery and Foolery Foolery. Oh, Thomas, Tom, and Tommy Foolery. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. They have a Netflix but, <laughs> They do. <laughs> but it's tough because, like, Kyrie is very annoying, and then he'll go do some amazing stuff, and it makes him slightly less annoying, and then he'll be annoying again. I think it makes him ten times more annoying because the fans, both of the game in general and of his team of choice this week or whatever, um, like, wow, we could have this night in, night out, but instead we have to settle for <clears throat> Chunky Boy Harden and Snake KD. Speaking of Chunky Boy Harden, there are rumors flying around that James Harden, pre-transfer to the Nets, wore a fat suit in Houston to get traded. What are your thoughts? I think feasibly not possible. Why? I don't think, I don't, how, when would he take off the fat suit? It's Hollywood. They do whatever they want. I don't know. I don't know if the NBA, I mean, we treat it like Hollywood, but I don't know if, I don't think they have the, the on-screen movie magic, like, whatever. All he has to do is shove a pillow in his jersey, and then sure. at halftime, take it out, put it back in, whatever, just make it look like he's, he's got a giant belly, which I think he did a great job of, and then get transferred to the Nets and look pretty slim. Is that is that the new word, Transfer? You know, it's trade, yep. right? Transfer. Are we going with transfer? I like transfer. It sounds more sophisticated. I mean, they pretty much request a transfer or transfer of their choice wherever they want. Like, I don't know. Like, That's just like you can transfer majors or transfer schools. Like, I don't know. You decide. For patience and patient care. I think I know where this is stemming. What? Because you're, you're, you're a patient guy. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, I'm going to transfer this patient to this clinic. No, that's not what it is. It's it's transfer. It's what I'm going to start saying. All right. I'll stick with it as well. Um, yeah, so, I mean, what we haven't really talked since the Harden trade. Um, we kind of – we freaked out. We definitely freaked out. I remember getting a text um, saying that there was, an, there was another Woj bomb, and it was a giant four-team trade. Which four-team trade? Pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. Now that Cleveland is the land of the Giants, um, they, they basically have two guards and the rest are centers. Um, the Rockets, I don't, I don't know what they're doing right now because um, they immediately, and then Houston immediately went and traded um, 
Mr. Karis Levert to Indiana for Victor Oladipo. In doing so, they possibly saved his life. That's true. Talk about that. Didn't he have something going on with his kidneys? And with the physical, it uh, it showed that, and he's undergoing treatment for that. Absolutely, they had they removed the lump, so that was a successful, or at least of uh, a lumpectomy. They they successfully got that. Um, but isn't it crazy how in depth they go with trade? I'm sorry, transfers. Yeah, with transfers. Transfers. And we kind of kind of heard about that a little bit when we interviewed Bernard Conda, though. You just love Bernie. It's a pretty cool interview. On, like, who's the greater Bernie? Sanders or Condovo? Condovo. Okay. I wonder, though, if he has a pair of matching mittens. That he does. Steal this model's look. Yeah. Who stole it, though? I'm sorry, what? Who stole it for who? I think Bernie stole it from his closet. Oh, okay. There you go. So, since then, let's talk about all the teams rested in the trade. So, we got the Nets, or at least the the big one, you know. The Nets, 12-8 and right now. They're near the top of the East. They have three really great players. Two of them will pretty much play all the time. Um, One may or may not ever step back on a basketball court. Still undecided. Uh, Talking about Kyrie. Of course, just checking in that wellness center. But I think they have a really good chance of doing something in the playoffs. Unless they come into contact with Cleveland. Uh, yeah. Who they lost back-to-back games. Up. Golly, Colin Sexton said, oh, 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 that's cool. That's cool. You got Kyrie. Yeah, whatever. I ain't worried. You got Harden. Double overtime. Double overtime. Drop 40-something points, right? Yeah. Crazy. I think that that's just the height, though, if you think about it, right? All the height in Cleveland right now is really putting them over the edge. I mean, they're they're sitting above 500 in the wins column. You know what I mean? Yeah. So whatever. And this hasn't happened doing, since LeBron. Right. Right. At this point, it would be labeled, um, how you say in America, a dumpster fire. Um, speaking of dumpster fire, you want to talk about the Wizards? You want to just hop into that? <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and hop into that. So they now have Russell Westbrook. They traded John Wall away, and they have That's Russell Westbrook. terrible trade. Yeah, it, it, at first I thought it was a lateral trade, but I think the Rockets won that trade. And I, I hate it for some of the people on the Wizards, and it's not really working out like they thought because they, it, they're just losing games. You're talking They've about lost. some of the people? You mean just one person? Bradley Beal. And last six games, Bradley Beal has had 47, 33, 31, 34, 41, and 60 points. Only one of those was a win. Was it the 60-point one? It was the 34-point one. What? Yeah. <sighs> so a dude's laying it all out there. Free my man Bradley. And he... He willingly signed that contract <laughs> saying that he could not ask for a trade for two years. Did I not say that this would come back to bite him in the butt? Yeah, rookie mistake. I guess he thought long haul John Hall, John Wall would still be a part of the team and they would do as well as they did a couple years ago when they made the playoffs. But they're not 
it's not stacking up. And it's not stacking up. Maybe they need to bring Isaiah Thomas back. Um, no. Small ball. No. Anything else to add about Mr. Isaiah Thomas? No. No, exactly. <laughs> don't entertain that thought. He he's not coming back. I don't know. He's prepping for a return, but he's prepping for a return. He's playing this summer. Where's he going to play? NBA teams, some summer league thing. Uh, the Olympics. I don't remember what it was. I didn't some read too summer much league about thing? it. I don't know the Olympics. One of those two. <laughs> the Olympics that are going to be held in Florida this year. Yeah, at the Senior Center. Boom roast. At, at Disney World. At Senior Center. Just going down the list of dumpster fires, I'm looking at the standings right now. The Heat. The Heat have drastically fallen off the map. They have. Why do you think that is? I, I don't know. I think the bubble was a fluke. I don't know. Maybe they're just coasting right now. And then come end of the season, second half of the season, they'll pick things back up. I Maybe mean, they're not trying to risk injuries. I don't know. I don't know. As of right now, they're on a four-losing game streak. I don't know, sir. But you know who's on a 10-game winning streak? Who? The Jazz. 10 games? No way. 10 games, yeah. It can't be that much. Side note, we are recording this Thursday the 28th. So yeah. we'll put this out on Tuesday the 2nd. We're just talking. Hopefully none of this changes. Yeah. But the Jazz are number one in the West right now with 14-4. and four, Followed it. by the Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Trailblazers, Warriors, Spurs, Grizzlies, Suns. Man, I want the Suns to do something. You know who's kind of a disappointment? The Pelicans. Really? They're they 14. No, they are. I mean, I agree with you, and that's why J.J. Redick and Lonzo Ball have been in trade talks. And now, starting recently, Eric Bledsoe. Really? I didn't hear about that. Saw some stuff on Instagram about it today. But I think he has to have played a certain amount or um, of games or have been on the team for a certain amount of time before they can trade him since he was just traded this summer. Yep. That's pretty accurate. Um, I think yeah. it's like half a season. Yeah. Which brings you right up to the All-Star game, which is normally the trade deadline. So maybe we're looking for a big trade for the Pelicans to push them past that second part of the season. But we'll have to see. Who I mean, do you think? Go ahead. Sorry. I mean, if I were the Pelicans, I'd I'd offload Bledsoe and um, Lonzo. I I would keep JJ as much as you can. He's probably going to walk, to be honest, at the end of the offseason, which I know kind of puts him in that position, puts the front office of the Pelicans in that position. Like, hey, we need to get something from this guy, otherwise we're just going to lose. But I, I just don't know Lonzo's role. He's like a like a C plus version of Drew Holiday. He's all over the place. Yeah. It's like one day he'll have a great game and then 10 straight bad games. I don't yeah. I don't know. But that's he hasn't normal. been as consistent. As, I don't think he knows where where he fits in the game of basketball because he can't shoot that well. He's a great passer, but he doesn't stick with that. He's always chucking up shots and stuff like that. So and sometimes he's good on defense. You know, he, he was he was heralded as a really good defensive player, and I think he is. But when you compare him to Drew Holiday, that's a hard hard comparison to make, you know? So, I mean, it's also the first year with Van Gundy, so maybe True. maybe things will change. Uh, he's kind of had a couple different coaches. I don't know. But, yeah, where do you think Lonzo will probably be traded? Where do you think he will be traded to? So the, thing, the places that I saw, according to some aggregate sports media place, I, I saw Clippers. And that really stuck out to me. They they shot off three or four other names. 
Um, but if you trade Pat Beverly, old man Pat, for uh, a younger Lonzo, um, I think I think that's def- that would definitely play in their favor because then Lon- well at that point Lonzo would just have to accept his role of being like assist master. You know what I mean? Because you got yeah. Kawhi and Paul George. Do you? I mean, Paul Paul George is he's showing up this year. As much flack as we've given him in the times past, he he's definitely starting to play a little bit. What if Lonzo gets traded to the Suns? Okay. But I don't know for whom. Would I? Am I supposed to be afraid of that? Or it was just a question. I'm just I'm just asking just, you. Just answer it honestly. I, what what if? That, that truly is my honest answer. Should I be scared? No, I wouldn't. Because then you have. You have Chris Paul, Devin Booker, you add Lonzo to that mix. It, it just seems like a lot of that's that's truly small ball. Yeah, yeah. DeAndre Ayton, he's not small. I was going big. Jay Crowder, I forgot yeah. he's on that team. That's funny. Yeah, they don't really have anyone. Hmm. Surprise, surprise. Welcome to Phoenix. They have Chris Paul. Oh, that's true. I like him. The real Chris Paul. <laughs> I'm not I'm not too impressed by the Jazz sitting at the top either. You think it's a fluke? I think that's going to fizzle out here pretty soon because we all know that they don't do well in the playoffs. So just saying. I think Shaq's comments have really gotten to Rudy Gobert, and he has trying and to prove. Mitchell. That's true. Shaq is calling out the Jazz one player at a time. Yep. Which all right, let's let's talk about this. So some older players who have been retired for a couple years are calling out the younger crowd of players, um, i.e. current players and everything like that. And other players such as LeBron and Kevin Durant aren't happy about it. They're just like, you just need to enjoy retirement. What are your thoughts? Do you think they earn the right to to say these things? Or do you think it's kind of like it's a different generation of basketball? We just need to live with it. I mean, it's definitely a generation. It's a different generation of basketball, but I don't think that we should shut up essentially um, previous Hall of Famers. Um, granted, Shaq is definitely the most. Um, I gotta put this nicely. Emotionally volatile. No, um, vocal. That's the word I'm looking for uh, about calling people out because he has always been that way. If you, I think Charles Barkley's pretty good about that. Yeah, well, he does. Charles Barkley does also call a bunch of people out as well, but Shaq's he, right. Yeah, he's borderline Paul Pierce with with some of the stuff he says. So I, I can't really take him serious half the time. That's but fair. Shaq, That's fair. But Shaq is like he's he's only spitting truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, I see they, they bring up a good point with Rudy Gobert. He he was only averaging what in the teens with rebounds. And they gave him max. Is Utah that desperate? Well, this just goes back to your soapbox and just continues to talk about max contracts and now, the flaws with max contracts. I agree, and I was going to mention this earlier when we were talking about the Heat, but guess who just got an extension? Bam. 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 Guess what? The team's not doing too good anymore, are they? Nope. Oh, well. But he's only averaged... 1.7 offensive rebounds and 7.2 uh, defensive rebounds for the season. So, I don't know. A big extension doesn't back it up. I think he de- he, he's improved with points. He's just become lackadaisical on rebounds. Yeah. 
How do you like that? Lackadaisical. Lax, laxative easel. <laughs> That's not it. That's not it. Can you use that in a sentence, please? The act of taking a pill to help you. <laughs> um, moving on. Moving on. Lamello. Laxative. Moving. It's moving. Oh, my gosh. Um, Lamello. Lamello Lululemon on um, The Hornets. The, Number three. The brother of... Whom we've already mentioned. Yes. Do you want to say his name? No. Okay. Leangelo. He shall not be named. Um, he's not getting a lot of minutes. He's getting only about 20, and they're all spread out. Maybe if he did a better job scoring, he would get more minutes. Well, maybe if he had a little bit more time to score, what do you? How many points do you expect him to make in 20 minutes? Uh, 20 at least. At least. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. I don't know. Especially he goes out being there. a pass-first point guard. That's the problem. He passes too much. He needs to listen to the wise words of Kobe Bryant. Shoot the ball. Shoot the ball. Don't pass. Don't pass. We're, we're quoting, obviously, but Is that so uh, part paraphrasing. Paraphrasing. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, it's over. Close over. Oh, okay. Oh, you're paragraphing that? Sorry. Par- paragraphing, phrasing it. Paraphrasing graph. Wow, our listeners are definitely going to stop listening after this one. <laughs> This is a roller coaster of uh, emotions and uh, verbs and adjectives. Words we're just making up. Just like every other word in the universe. That's true. Every word was made up at one point. At one point. But after that, nope. Nope. Heard it here first. I I want the Hornets to give LaMelo more minutes. Simple as that. I I mean, I'm a fan. He's done all right. He hasn't done great, but... It, maybe more minutes will prove otherwise, and he'll get he'll. But I mean, he's he's been doing great with assists, great with rebounds, especially for a guard getting yeah. that many rebounds as he's been getting almost double digits in several yeah. games. Absolutely, I just don't want a Malik Monk type scenario to play out because when he was drafted, he kept having those rookie mistakes and kind of turning having a lot of turnovers, and suddenly the coach like thought he was the plague and said you're pretty much going to sit on the bench forever and he only comes out when they're up by a lot or down by a lot and Which goes stinks. for this giant slam slam yeah. dunks yeah and it, and it stinks because like now if we give Lamelo more minutes then we take minutes away from Devonte graham who is truly the reigning MIP. I don't know who this Brandon Ingram guy is, but he's he's the MI, MIP in our heart. Well, I don't know. Brandon Ingram was the MIP in my heart. Oh, well. Sorry. Excuse just, me. Just being honest. Just being honest. Just being honest. So what are you most looking forward to in in the weeks coming up? Just more basketball. Come on, huh. you you know what I mean. What storyline are you gonna follow? Are you are do you think the Heat or the Raptors can start winning games? Do you think the the Sixers will stay at the top of the Eastern? But on the other side of the coin, do you think the Trailblazers will start doing something other than getting in that eighth playoff position? Or perhaps maybe we'll see the return of Mr. Ja Morant. 
Lots of interesting things. I think – all right, here's what I think. I think the Grizzlies will continue to rise um, with the with the return of Ja Morant. And then I think the Trailblazers – I think if any year they are going to continue and possibly break out of their number eight playoff seating, this could be the year. Right now they're sitting at – at number five, so they're kind of middle of the pack. Um, the only teams they have to beat out to continue to stay high is they have to make sure the Warriors, Spurs, and Grizzlies do not overtake them. And if they're lucky, maybe the Nuggets will fall. And hopefully, if for your sake, you're saying the Jazz will fall. So maybe the Jazz and Nuggets will be battling it out for that lower position. But it is interesting to see the Nuggets do so well. Um, they kind of they're kind of all over the place as well, where. They're doing great in top of the top of the uh, Western Conference and then middle of the pack and then top and then bottom of the Western Conference, you know? So they need some consistency themselves. Uh, thinking about the East, it I mean, the East has been pretty crazy. It, it's it's not what I expected at all this season. Sixers are number one. Do you think that has anything to do with Doc Rivers? Maybe. The Bucks are number two. Pacers, three. Nets at four. I think it's been a tough season for Steve Nash as a first-year head coach. I don't think he's going to have as much luck as other first-time head coaches, such as Nick Nurse and Ty Lue and Steve Nat. I mean um, Steve Kerr. So I I wish he would have a great great first year, just because great player. But I don't think he's going to be as lucky as previous coaches I just listed. Interesting. Cavs are number six. Hawks are seven. And then a team that thought I thought would do well, that the Magic are sitting at number nine, Bulls 10, Raptors, which is surprising for them to have been in the bubble and make the playoffs. They're sitting at number 11. What do you think's going on with that? I don't know. I think they're just, they've lost their, lost their shine. Yeah. Could that, be played into overplayed, overpaid players who maybe could have, more money could have been spent recruiting elsewhere. I don't know flaws with the max contracts and then heat number at 13 pistons 14 which is kind of surprising too and wizards 15 but talking about the pistons i saw some stuff that d rose might be on the trading block what are your thoughts on that i think i think that he would be a good asset anywhere honestly um i i i do wonder what direction um the Pistons were going with, with kind of recruiting all those players that seem to be like the number six guys on everyone's team. You know what I mean? Because they have like Josh Jackson, Jahil Okafor, Jeremy Grant. Um, who's the guy I'm thinking of? Uh, Mason Plumley. Those those guys are they're not starters yet. They well Jeremy Grant besides Jeremy Grant. Plumley was a starter off and on. Yeah, but it was because someone else was injured. Yeah, and they they went big, which is interesting. Like especially to have Blake Griffin, who is hopefully playing soon. Um, so like I don't, I don't know. They they went pretty pretty big, which is an interesting move, especially because most of the league now I feel like is moving towards that medium ball. Yeah. Um, if I were them, I would not be going that direction. But hey, what do I know? I just have a podcast. Yeah, we we don't know anything. We don't know anything. I think with Derrick Rose, it just seems like he's not. He's he's really good at assists, but other than that, it just seems. 
I don't know what role he would be good in. Does that make sense? Like, I know yeah. the, the Knicks and the Lakers were probably the biggest ones in talks for him. But I don't know. It just and, and if it could turn out for the Lakers, like him being another Rondo, well, dang. That'd be great for him. But the Knicks, I just don't see. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's going to help them or hurt them. It just seems like they need someone else there, not a point guard. Yeah, I, for his for his sake, I really hope he doesn't go to the Knicks. Just because, I mean, he's seen a lot, and what what an interesting, like, what a great way it would be for him to end his like career with with the championship. And I think like going to the Lakers, they're probably going to win it this year again or within the next couple years. So I mean, he could even have a small role position, such as like. I don't know, Jared Dudley comes to mind when he is coming off the bench for a couple minutes at a time, but he could provide... Um, pause, pause, pause. You just put Jared Dudley and Derrick Rose, and you compared them. I did not compare them. I'm saying he could come off the bench like Jared Dudley has done. I was going to say he could play more minutes than Jared Dudley did and provide a little more, maybe like KCP has done... Um, but yeah, I don't know. A better comparison. Yes. Okay. You interrupted me. I think he is better than KCP, but at, at one point he was better. I don't know. Maybe maybe on par. I don't know. I'm kind of digging a hole. But I think <laughs> I I think if the Lakers wanted him, they could they could make it happen. Um, and he could come off the come off the bench and and do great. I agree. I, I'm not sure about money. Um, because the Lakers have no money, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Uh, between LeBron and AD. I'm sorry, and am I AD. boring you? <laughs> <laughs> it's past my bedtime, bro. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, you mean, you hate to see another wasted season, quote-unquote, for a great like Derrick Rose, but I don't know if, the Pistons are going to really push him over the edge, you know? Yeah. Who knows? I think, I think the things that I'm most looking forward to watching or hearing about, um, the Mavericks improving. Um, we always thought that Luka Doncic, Kristaps Porzingis would be an incredible dynamic duo, but I have not seen it go that well. And I know it's because of injuries for Mr. Unicorn, uh, a.k.a. Kristaps Porzingis. Um, but for the most part, it just seems that that experiment is not a dud per se, but it is on the um, maybe on the sell side, if you were kind of thinking in the stock terms, because um, I know Nick's real big into stocks right now. Uh, not yeah. something that I would be buying on. However, something that I would be buying on are the Trailblazers. Wait for it. Looking to trade someone. And I think that someone is C.J. McCollum. Corpus Callosum? Corpus Callosum. I think, actually, you know what? I take that back. I think after this season, if it doesn't work out for them, they need they they really need to make the finals. Otherwise, I think Portland's really, the front office is going to say, what's what are we doing wrong here? And, and maybe cut cut a lot, lots, like cut players, cut coaches. Is that what you're thinking? Or? I think trade players more than cut players. Well, that I, I'm at yeah. trade or transfer rather yeah. than transfer. Sorry, trade transfer. Yeah, um, transfer the, players. Exactly, exactly. 
Um, the other thing I am looking forward to, let's flip it over to the Eastern Conference, the Hawks. I want to see the Hawks go absolutely crazy right now. Granted, they have two pretty pretty big injuries for two of their starters, uh, Bogdanovich and Gallinari. Um, I really think that Trey Young and Josh Collins, I think Josh Collins is, is particularly going to go off because guess what? It's his last year, and he really needs to make a show of himself. Otherwise, when he walks, and he's made it pretty vocal that he wants to walk, he gets that max contract so he can just kick back and relax. You know who has been having a breakout season with the Hawks? Clint Capella. Clint Capella. He's always been a great player, though. Besides injuries, he is a great, great center. I mean, look at him on the Rockets. When he was not injured, he was he was rebounding everything. Yeah, and the Rockets just decided when it goes super small for some reason. For whatever reason. Yeah. Daryl Morey said, oh, I'll try this before I leave. I'll screw this up and then I'm going. Yeah. See you later. What do you think the Mavericks are missing? Because, I mean, you you said two star players, but what, I mean, are they missing a third player to, to make a difference or? No, I don't think so. I just think something's not clicking right now. And I think it's probably due to Przingis' injury because he's always been, came back from the ACL tear, now his meniscus tear. Uh, it was it took him a very long time for him to get back into his rhythm, um, so I think that's probably a majority majority of it. Gotcha. Oh, one thing I'm also looking forward to is now we are most likely having a um, All Star game. That's right. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. And All Star voting actually started today, the 28th, and, and ends on February 16th. And you can vote because the fans have the power to vote and uh i think they make up 50 percent of the votes this year which is pretty cool and there's like special days where your vote counts twice for those players it's not in indianapolis like it was planning correct it's going to be in atlanta and it's going to be like a shorter weekend not as big of a of an experience as previous all-star games because of the given circumstances which makes sense but i think still being able to have a break for, for some players and be able to go out and just have fun with an all-star game. Yep. I definitely agree. I think, uh, the rest side of things is definitely going to be beneficial for everyone. Um, but more importantly, I think we're all looking forward to the trades or the transfers, Man, I gotta the transfers, the transfers. So yeah, I'm excited. I, I think we'll see a couple new names um, or names that we haven't necessarily seen before in the all-star lineup. Um, I think a lot of people have been making waves that we necessarily don't think of. The all-star game is Valentine's Day this year. So February 14th, it's a Sunday. So make sure you set your DVR. I like I like the fact that the fans can vote because it, like like you kind of just said, it kind of gives people or, or players that may not have a good shoe win the opportunity to go and, and uh, have the be able to participate in the All-Star game. Kind of like a couple years ago, Zaza was the number one for uh, a couple of days because of fan voting. Uh, so, I don't know. It's, it's pretty cool. It, it can be kind of like referencing the stock market. People just do what they want and influence the decisions, and then boom, something crazy happens. So, I, I like that with the all-star voting as well so absolutely all right any any other hot topics or, or touching pressing things you want to talk about Gabe 
how's how's the bathroom coming? My bathroom is great. Thank you for asking. I'm in the process of slowly renovating my bathroom. It's been a work in progress when I'm not recording podcast episodes, but it it's going. It's going. It's gone. How's uh how's PT school going? Uh it is busy. A lot of group projects that I don't think need to be group projects. Should I send your professors this episode? Yeah, honestly, you should. And I'll follow okay. it up with a, a very strongly worded email. Okay. All right. I'm Sounds so good. sorry. Please forgive me. Psych. You're saying psych? I'm saying psych. You thought. What'd you call me? I, I didn't call you anything. I said you thought. There you go again. I didn't say you a thought. I said you Hey, hey, there are children listening. Who? I don't know. But if you are Your listening and you've, made, and if you've made it this far, thank you for dealing with us and thank you for supporting us. Um, if you're feeling, you know, spunky and you want to leave us a review, please do. Follow us on social media, uh, Box Eats, uh Podcast, CBBS Podcast, Twitter, Instagram. Follow, like, share. Give us a review. Five stars, please. Please, please. I, I would give our other episodes a, a try first before you leave a review. That's all I got to say. Yeah, check out some of our other interviews. We have interviewed some pretty awesome, awesome people in the league um, just to toot our own horn. But so hopefully you'll stick around and listen to some of our other episodes and not just hate us after this one. Um, but we will see. I hate us after this one. Good golly. <laughs> It's a fun one. We we like to be silly, and this is very much a silly silly episode. This is silly songs with Larry. Silly, silly episodes with Nick and Gabe. And Gabe. It's got to end in Y, right? Yeah, it's got to. All right, that's it. We're done. Thanks for listening, guys. Get me off this mic.